This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mr. Joe Zampa and get his opinion on the um the game today a vampire Millwall, great great shout man of the match to the 12th man which was the supporters who definitely shown up today unlike the players great shout vampire Millwall. let's bring in joe hello joe how are you doing you're right i've been away the uh here away the knife and forks and you know fear might slip my wrist off watching that i mean that was that was dire wasn't it that was that wasn't the mill performance we've seen in the last five games. I'll even include the Leicester and the Borough matches. These we, we tried, we had effort, we played a bit of quality, but yeah, I don't know what that what that was about. I mean, listen, listen to your uh, your life. Well done doing that uh, your, your your review live there first first time. No no mistakes as well. I know you don't edit your stuff anyway, but that was that was that was good. So uh, just oh, doing that, chaps. But uh, yeah, disappointing, isn't it? You know, and. Um, Going back to the points you made, I think they're all valid, valid points, all, all excellent points. Um, I guess QPR sort of did to us what we've been doing to teams for the last four or five games, but without the quality. And by that, I meant the intensity was there. They played with aggression. They bullied us, you know, all over the pitch. You can see they focused quite heavily on McNamara and West Harding with with um, Armstrong and, mm. um, you know, even Lyndon Dykes sort of like throwing a couple of elbows in and things like that. They're being very, very physical with us. Um, and we didn't we didn't have that. I guess that's the only thing that was missing in our, in our side was having a bit of a presence further up the pitch. You know, a Linda Dykes type of player, or, or like you say, a Sinclair Armstrong, or a um, Sav. Could 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 the likes of Sav not have made a difference? Right? I know. Yeah, good, good I don't point. know whether he was match fit to start because obviously he's missed the last mm. three games. In theory, he should still be match fit. But do you think he could have made a difference today, Joe? I think so because I think even in the centre of the park, I mean, we weren't just beaten in the air. Um, you know, in, in, in their attacking foot, in their attacking areas. I think even in the middle of the park, you see it quite often. Billy Mitchell got up for headers. I mean, Honeyman's only four foot two, isn't he? So we, we didn't win anything really in the middle of the park. And no. uh, I'm not saying that Savile's a giant, but I think he's about six foot tall. You know, and he does get up quite well. He can win a couple of headers and he, he can add a bit of presence in the centre midfield. And that was kind of like lacking or missing, I think, uh, a little bit today as well. So... Yeah, I just think we, we, we were bullies. And and the, and the one person we had on the pitch who probably could bully them in the air was Jake Cooper. And everything was kind of going down their left side purposely. And you watch the runs that Sinclair Armstrong was doing and, and the players that he was choosing to go up against. It was always Wes Harding or, yeah. or, Danny, or, or Danny McNamara. He, he was almost targeting them. Yeah. He knew it's pointless going on Cooper. 
And even, Lin, even Lyndon Dykes didn't go towards Cooper. So Cooper was essentially left on his own today. So I think that was a well sort of thought out sort of tactic uh, plan. They, they did. They definitely uh, did their homework on us and knew how to to, to nullify. So you, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know it's it's not easy to do, especially when you're pissed off about a defeat, but you have to give credit to the way they set up and the, the way they t- carried out them instructions. But for me, like, I remember, I've, I've noted here, I think we got a corner on 79 and George Honeyman didn't beat the first man. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. the, the, things like that are just... I remember that. They're not good enough. Like, you, you, you mm. I don't care how well other teams set up against us. I don't care how, you know, tactically we might get undone. Basics, like beating the first man from a corner, mm. and I'm not just digging at George Honeyman here. Everyone did it, right? But it, it just ain't good enough, is it? No, absolutely. And I, and I think that's it. The, the quality in the final third uh, was terrible today. I mean, our stats showed, I think we had one or two shots, one on, mm. was it one on target, I think. Yeah, the whole game. Against their, um, look at my notes here. So that was Mitchell's chance. Yeah, they had 12 shots and uh, five on target. So, I mean, possession-wise, it was 50-50. But then you would, you would think that because we're obviously trying to get back in the games. We're trying to sort of get, get on the ball. The trouble is we're, we're trying to play direct um, football and we've got, we've got nothing up front. Like, you're, you're trying to hit long balls up to Nisbet. And I know where you're coming from, Nisbet. I mean... But we don't know, normally do that, Joe, do we? We don't normally... No. We, we've been passing the ball a lot more and, and creating opportunities from starting at the back but we we did play a lot more direct today which i don't i don't know if that was deliberate or we were just panicking um mm. but yeah, so I, no exactly mate and and mm. I, I know i know you've got an, a, a, a a point of view on on this bit so let's just have a little bit of a debate what's what was your view on his performance today and i guess okay. so you know, um, the last few weeks absolutely yeah. so i know um people sort of question you know, what he's like as a, as, a, as a target man. Can he hold the ball up? Blah, blah, blah. He, he, he isn't strong. He isn't physical like Bradshaw is. Bradshaw can sort of battle it out. And I know he's not particularly big, but he'll give as good as he gets. Um, Nisbet, I just think he's got a very good touch. And technically, he's a very, very good player. If the ball plays up to him, he can he can flick it on. He can hold, he can control it, turn it. But as soon as a defender's on him, and you saw it today, as soon as that pressure's on him, he can't hold the ball up. He, he can't really play very well with the ball he's backed. Mm. To, um, to 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 the goal, and I, and I saw that quite vividly today. But then, to his defence, he was isolated so many times. I saw in this bit today with three defenders around him and not one middle player. Um, again, Fleming's playing too deep. I know he's got this thing in his head where he wants to be the kind of the, the general and play deep and get on the ball and make things happen. But he I'm did nothing more... today, did he, Fleming? Yeah. I know, like we're, we're digging out Nisbet and whatever, but, yeah. but Fleming was was back to the Fleming of a month ago that just wasn't impacting the game whatsoever. Absolutely. But where I want to see him is in is in their box, further up the pitch, in, in their goal area. And when um, Joe, Ho- um, Joe Edwards made that substitution and put Longman up front on his own, that was a bit weird. He then plays Danny McNamara as a right wing back, which I don't think Danny done too badly and on the right side of that defence, you know, with, with respect. Why didn't he put Longman on the right wing back? I mean, he destroyed Borough the other day on that, on that side. He did? Yeah. yeah. Put, put Tanganga where Danny Mack um, was, and then, and then stick Fleming up, up top and maybe bring on, you know, another midfielder. You could, you could brought Savalon um, or, or an essay or someone, you know, and, and just move Fleming as a centre forward. Yeah. You know, Fleming, you know, he's, he's better in the air. He's, he's a bit stronger. He's physical, you know, um, and get him in the game because he wasn't getting in the game at all. So it's no. a real weird one. And, and go back to your point there, Chris, sorry to interrupt you there, but um, 
we went direct after about 20, 30 minutes. When we, when we struggled, the first 20 minutes, we thought we were great. They were shit, QPR. Mm. We then go direct out of desperation. And when we bring Longman up front, we go even more direct. You know, and the poor guy's running around like a headless chicken. He's got no chance getting ball, you know? Yeah. Uh, no, mate, I, I agree. I I, um, I think that the players have to take blame for their performance. But I also feel that Edwards made some questionable substitutions, as you're alluding Very to. strange. I don't, I don't, and, and the thing is, there could be. Look, we all, we all can sit there and be like, "What's going on here?" and all stuff like that. But there might be reasons, you know. We don't know mm. that if players are got carrying a knock or they're injured, or we, we don't know. But to, to bring up for me to bring on Tanganga, basically as a straight personnel swap and not push anyone else further forwards, mm. I, I don't get it. Like, obviously, we're all buzzing that we've got Tanganga, right? There's no, mm. you know, but you, it, it just didn't impact the game. It was weird. I um. I almost felt that the game was probably crying out after 60 minutes for Savile because you know he's going to come on and he's going to lead around and we need snap a leader the whole pitch. pack and whatever. Exactly. We need a leader pitch. I mean, they, they were they were nasty. Yeah, they, they were quite aggressive. You know, they were, they were leaving a bit in every single time. Um, and we were getting a bat a little bit. I think Savile on that pitch would have given us that little bit of extra presence in there, you know, hopefully sort of galvanise us a little bit. I mean, the Tang Tanganga point, very, very good. I mean, he came on. I mean, I'd much rather see Tanganga play as right wing back and keep Danny Mack where he was. But again, is that Joe just being clever? Maybe he knows he can't be bombing up and down that, that wing if he hasn't played many games, he's not match fit. Last thing you want to do is then pull a muscle, whereas being quite sensible and just playing him that kind of role at the back there and just taking it easy was probably the minutes he needed, but equally we're not kind of rolling the dice too hard either, I guess, you know? Do you think a lot of that's down to leadership? So I'm, I'm going to start putting some um, comments up from the chat. And so Glenn makes an interesting one here. Um, it's similar to what you're alluding to there, Joe. But like, you know, we miss leaders on the pitch, you know, without Hutch and, and, and Leonard. Um, Love Cooper, as I said, he's, he's going to play four or 500 games for us and he'll go down as one of our most, you know, capped ever players. But he's not a leader today. Uh, sorry, he's not a leader. And, and I did feel without... I'm going to add Savile to Glenn's names there. Mm. With the way that QPR were as well, I felt that we um, we definitely lacked some of that, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not we're not blessed with leaders. I mean, we, we're kind of like scraping the barrel a little bit when you mention those names um, because vocally they're, they're not really, are they? You know, um, but maybe, maybe that's something that um, Joe's looking at. I don't think we're going to bring a lone player in that's going to give us that leadership. No, then no, um, no. it'll be someone we're probably looking to sign in the summer. That might give us that bit of uh, leadership, but we desperately, desperately need it. Especially, you know, we look at Hutchison at the moment. I mean, is he going to be here next season? We don't know. Uh, would he be kept on for a year? We don't know. So if you take him out of the equation, we're not really left with, with much, are we, in regards to, you know, players with leadership that can really sort of like take the uh, the team and kind of lift them when we need them to, you know? Agree, um, mate. Agree. Yeah, there's a lot of comments coming through, then, is there? Yeah, so this is another one that I wanted to just touch on because I think... Um... Look, I think it's it's easy to 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 react emotionally to to games like that today, and also to performances like today, right? Because it's not mm. just we lost; they're probably our sort of one of our biggest rivals in the league as well. Really, you know that the fans have turned out in in great numbers, and credit to everyone that went. You could hear you loud and clear. But you know, I've always said, don't get up too high when we win, and don't get too low when we lose. But Joe, what's your perspective on? You know, are we going to be pulled into a dogfight if we continue like that? Because mm -hmm. QPR now beaten us. They've got Huddersfield next game. 
Rotherham won to uh, did they win or did they draw in the end? They drew know. one one, I think. Didn't um, they? they did, they did because they on it just before I'm going to go off on a complete tangent here. Rotherham Borough completely dis- if if Borough had beaten Rotherham today, I'd have won 500 quid on an acre. Oh, no, really? That close. Rotherham done me today, but that's that's that's, <laughs> that's proven of day. But anyway, going back yeah. to the point, do you think that we're going to be pulled into uh, a, a dogfight? A dogfight, um, I mean. Before today, we were, what, 11 points clear of QPR, who are third off bottom. Today, we're, we're now eight points clear. Uh, we dropped to 18th place. But luckily, with those three wins we had over Christmas, those nine points has kind of helped us out massively. And we knew it then how, how much, how important that would be to us. So at the moment, we've still got that cushion, uh, which is great. Um, we've got players out injured. We've got players that are back but not quite fit yet. So, you know, let's, let's um, trust the process still. Uh, I'd rather be in our position than be in QPR's position, put it that way. Um, and um, hopefully with one or two more signings in this window, uh, with the players coming back and players coming back to fitness, um, I think we'll, we'll be fine. I mean, today, you can almost kind of like, you know, kick this one to the side a little bit and kind of like move on. I mean, it's disappointing. I feel sorry for the 2,600-odd fans that travel to go and watch that today. It's not what they uh, wanted to see. Um, who, again, you know, I watched it on the TV like yourself because obviously uh, we couldn't get to it unfortunately um but they were vocal they were noisy they were loud you know they create an atmosphere so you know you can't blame the fans not not being there supporting them you know that should give them a lift but it didn't quite do it for them so but no i mean going back to uh to wally's uh message there i don't think we're in a dog fight at the moment i mean ask the same question in, in, in six weeks or so but at the minute i think we're okay and i'd rather be in our position than qpr's yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, it's um the I remember after two or three defeats on the bounce, I said I come on here and I said, Look, if you think we're not in a relegation battle, you you're wrong. Um and then obviously we played really, really well and the results were good. And then obviously more recently against Leicester and Muddersburg, we've been playing really well but not getting the results. But today was the double whammy of not getting anything and also not playing well. Do I think that drags us back into it? No. But do I think a lot more performances like today, I think we will, I think we will, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, I mean, what, one, one pleasing thing to see is, although we were, we were great for the first 15, 20 minutes, weren't we? Um, we battled still. You know, we didn't play great. But you can see the players will try. You can see they're, they're running their socks off a little bit, working hard. That's pleasing to see. When you've seen players not 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 working hard, not trying to put tackles in, not make effort, then that's when you work. And that was kind of happening towards the end of Gary Rowett's reign. There's almost like a little bit of lack of interest, weren't it, from a lot of the players? Yeah. Not all of them, but some of them. But at the moment, I think you just got to put it down. It's a bit of a bad day at the office. Um, yeah. TPR were fighting for their lives. Yeah, they, they use this. As a, as, a, as a London derby, they desperately, desperately need the three points. I mean, Jesus, I was listening to the I follow um, commentary. I don't know about you, um, chaps, but when they scored that first goal, there was their commentator and, and Andy Sinton who was commentating. Oh yeah, yeah. But me, they cheered so loud when they first scored. When they scored that second one, they were screaming like that's how much it meant to them. You know, so it just they get their rattle out as well because I heard <laughs> on, on I had the Millwall commentary on. All I could hear in the background was a rattle. God. But you can see I, what, I, it, what it meant me. to them. You can see what it meant to them. And that game must have been building up for a very, very long time. And they desperately, desperately want to beat us. And the players, to be fair, to give credit well, to them. Sure what they want to beat them, Joe. Sorry to, sorry to yeah. like, that's, that's just, 
That's not good enough. Like we we mm. should have known they were going to be up for it today. It's yeah. a London derby. Their opportunity to claim some points. They've been playing all right recently. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You know, they've yeah. not been... But get, that's, that's, that's not good enough. We you should can almost hear, be out for. Exactly. You can almost hear Joe Edwards' um, yeah, com, you know, comments after the game. And what he's going to talk about is the basics again. You know, he, he touched on that right at the very beginning, yeah, yeah. didn't he? About you could do all the nice things, but what you can't do is not do the basics. You've got to be aggressive. You've got to run your socks off. You've got to work hard. You've got to do all these things. And these are things we didn't do very, very well. And like I said, QPR did it very, very well. Physically, I think they just dominated us a little bit. Um, yeah, we, we both we both started playing direct football, but they're the players that can play direct football. We, we, we don't. Um, and it's, it's a shame. But like I said, we, we, we move on. What's the... Um, What's the comments like, chap? Just, just yeah, I was going to just ask you this through. question, mate, as well. I was going to ask you this question. So... Um, there's a few comments, uh, including our own Stephen. So, hello, Stephen. I think he was at the game today, wasn't he? So, I don't know if you joined us yeah. that. But th- this is the most recent one. So, I'll put this up from, from Darren. Um, uh, he says, what the fuck is going on with SA? Seriously, play the lad for a few games. Bipolar, wall, yet again. So, let's, let's keep on the first part of that point, which is yeah. SA. Where, oh, to me, there is clearly something, right? Because yeah. Edwards is not... For me, Edwards is the best judge, having played, uh, you know, managed and coached youth players all the time. Mm. He obviously doesn't fancy him. When Barrett was in charge for a little bit, he didn't fancy him. Rowett didn't fancy him. So I'll ask you this question in two parts, Joe. What do you think it is that means these these managers don't fancy playing him? And if he's not going to play, should we let him go out on loan? And maybe that's the case. Maybe we're going to, but we just need a few more bodies in ourselves. Maybe that's the thing that's going on. Where do you stand on the the whole essay front? Because I know you're a big fan of his. Well, as I say, chaps, you you know me well enough. You know I'm a huge fan of uh, of Roman Essay. I I really rate the lads. And um, I've been crying out, as as loads of Mill fans have done for the last, you know, how long now, trying to sort of, you know, fight his corner, getting getting minutes, getting game time. But to be fair, the sub... Of the subs that he's come on uh, for in recent games, he hasn't impressed. And now you could argue, okay, he's only been on for 10 minutes or whatever, 15 minutes. But if you're on there for five minutes, you've got to work your fucking socks off. You've got to show you want it. You've got to be determined. And he looks a little bit lazy out there, you know. Um, I don't know whether it's nerves. I don't know whether it's lack of confidence because he's clearly a good player. He represents England under um, mm-hmm. under 18s or under 19s, isn't he? So um, he's a very, very, very good player. But I think there's areas of his game that needs to be improved on. You know, his positioning is is quite bad at times, off the ball I'm talking about. Um, on the ball, no one quite knows where his natural position is. You know, sometimes yeah, he floats no, to the great. right. I, I quite like him in the, in, in the 10. But then to do it, you've got to take Fleming out of the team. And um, sometimes I think, so you know what? When you're, when you're nervous 
uh, I'm sure this is for all players. When you've got that, that that nerves, that gives you that 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 kind of focus and that sharpness and that edge. When you come on that pitch, you're going to be up for it. You're, you're there, you know. Is he just a bit complacent because he's, he's kind of confident now? He, he's hearing all the hype and all the sponsorship he's getting at the moment. He's thinking, you know what? I'm a good player, blah, 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 blah. And when he gets on the pitch, he's almost kind of like cruising when really he should be, you know, determined and making a difference and being tenacious. So he's not quite doing that at the moment. I mean, I'd love to speak to him, just say to him, you know, almost shake him and say to him, you know, Roman, you know, when you get out there, fucking just give it your all. For those 10 minutes, just give it your all, you know, but he's not quite taking that. And I reckon that's probably what the players or sort of the, the coaches are, are seeing and not, they don't really feel he's probably quite ready at the moment. But going back to your point, chaps, yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to go out alone. I never thought I would say that, but at this moment in time, I will be, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think um, it, f- for me, today was today today was the game where out of all of the games he could have come on since Edwards had been here, I would have expected him to come on purely because there was no one else. You know, the, the only other attacking change we had obviously was Ryan Longman. They put Edwards put him up top. So if he doesn't come on in a game like today where we're losing. Point one, no one is playing well, point two, and he's our only attacking option really on the bench, point three, and he still doesn't come on. To me, that says a lot. And I know a lot of fans were like, oh, he's so good that that must mean he's off. I don't think it does. I just think that he's he needs to go to a League One side, maybe he needs humbling. I don't know. He doesn't come mm. across that sort of lad. You know, you and I both sort of had chats with him and he, mm. he just doesn't love, come love that guy. sort of lad. Maybe it's just... It could be confidence, who knows? But I think we can mm. both agree that he needs game time. Mm. And if it's not going to be with us, then we should find a loan for him, which we may well have done. We just need to probably yeah. bring in more bodies ourselves. Joe, the last question I'll ask you, probably because we, yeah. we want to wrap up about uh, six. I'm taking the missus out for dinner, although now <laughs> can't really be bothered. But we've got to fly through these questions then quickly. She's, uh, she's certainly not going to be uh, listening to this. Um, <laughs> So I guess the last question I've got, um, and I would love to hear your thoughts for those of you that are they're in the chat. You know, we've got what? Where are we now? 10, 11 days left of the window. If you could sign two more players, I'm not going to say, you have to give me names, but what positions do you think we need and why? And I'll ask Joe if you ask me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, asking, and I'm asking, asking the people in the chat as well. Yeah, I would lo- love to hear the uh, the guys in the chat and see what their uh, their thoughts are. But if I can answer while we're waiting, is um, quite clearly we need we need attacking players, don't we? Really, um, defensively, you know, with Tanganga coming in, it's going to help strengthen us a little bit at the back. Um, hopefully, with, with a couple more games, we can start starting. Um, I think it'd be really, really good for us. Um, hopefully one or two other players will be coming back soon. Murray looked okay when he came on. He didn't look like he was hampered by injury or anything. Um, but in the attacking areas, we're struggling. I think what we need is a... We need we probably need two positions um, looking at the moment. We probably need someone on the left-hand side, like a fast winger. Someone to kind of complement Brooke Norton Cuffey, but on the left-hand side. And I reckon we need one more player. We need, we need a forward that's different to what we've got at the moment. And by that, what I mean to say is we've got Bradshaw and Nisbet who, although they've got their own qualities and strengths, they're, they're kind of like, you know, similar sort of players. Um, mm. What we what we really, really need is somebody like Sinclair Armstrong, a bit, mm. a bit of a bit of a large target man that's, that's strong, fast, that can hold the ball up, you know, run the channels, whatever, 
with a bit more quality, you know, and I mean that in, in the utmost respect um, to to him, but some of that sort of, you know, ilk, somebody, he was something a bit different. You know, if we want to play two up top, we can play two up top. If we want to play him as, as, a, as a lone striker, we could play him as a lone striker, but we also need more pace in the team as well. Yeah, you know, we, We've often played Longman out on the left-hand side and he's good. He kind of cuts in on his right foot quite often. I think he has to do that because he hasn't got the pace to go past the fullback. So we really need somebody who can replicate what Brook Norton Cup is doing on the right-hand side, but on the left, and give us that balance. Um, it's where I'm looking at. I'd be interested to see what your thoughts are, though, chaps, on that. Yeah, and before I share mine, I'm just going to share some of the comments. So uh, Glenn says, uh, Nisbet was terrible today, looked completely out of his depth. A seasoned striker will find space and be a target for our midfield. Um, John said, by the way, Joe doesn't, but I agree with you, Glenn. <laughs> I, I, just, I just think he was isolated a little bit. He's a good player. But he needs either players around him. He can't play that lone striker off. He really does struggle, especially against you know, he, bigger... He does struggle as a lone striker. Yeah. yeah. John says, uh, goalkeeper. I mean, Sarkic has made his definite fair fair share of clangers, isn't he? <laughs> Centre forward and a 10. Uh, London Lions says, anyone who says, Chris, well, I'm going to vomit. Vampire Millwall says, get Langstaff from Notts County. Uh, I don't disagree with you, mate, but I think, unfortunately, there's about four or five other clubs ahead of us with more money. <laughs> um, Metin says, we need strikers. Yeah. Uh, Vampire Mill was probably still at Christmas because he says sell Nisbet for a mince pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, CO says a true full forward and a winger. Hopefully, he's going to compare it with somebody and allow us to play a back four. I've had enough of Joe Bryan's defense as well. Oh, don't get um, started on Joe Bryan. I know you touched on that earlier. And I don't want to kind of you know throw the fuel on that one, but Glenn, defensively, Glenn what, has the same. Uh, what the fuck is Joe Bryan doing defensively? That you made a very good point there when that cross come in. Okay, the player sort of turned him and crossed it with his left foot, which will, will be on Joe Bryan's right side. But you, you've, got, you've, got, you've, got, you've got to make the tackle. You've got, you've got to try and stop that cross from coming in. How yeah. often does it cost us defensively? You know? Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so um, in terms of the players I, I, I would go for, for me, the I agree with you that another option down that left-hand side could be a good one, but I would prioritise mm-hmm. another position over that personally. So I think we need a proper... Mobile target man centre forward. Mm. We were trying to get Kiefer Moore in in the summer. That didn't happen. I can assure you it's not going to happen now. The likes of Sunderland, Ipswich, um, uh, Middlesbrough all looking at him. Mm. That's not going to happen. But that kind of striker. What about Lyndon Dykes, chaps? What about Lyndon? I mean, is that, is that, is there any kind of mileage in that again? I've looked at him before in the past couple of times. I mean, he looked he good to New Deal, didn't he? And he, and he, he uh, I, I think he would still cost well over a million pounds. So I, mm-hmm. I I don't think so. But we need some kind of, there, there might be a, a young, you know, Tottenham or Chelsea or Arsenal player that Joe Edwards knows who will come in and, and do that role that's yeah. willing to run the channels, will, you know, pro- try to bully defenders, that kind of striker. So I think we yeah. need one of them. And then obviously... We don't know. The club haven't announced how long Imaku's out for. And then that only really leaves you. If we're going to play a three at the three up front, that leaves you just Fleming and um, Watmore to play on that kind of full, like sort of forwards, like yeah. number 10s. And to me, that's not enough. And they're not adding numbers and they've not been good enough. So I think for me, the other position I would, would prioritise would be like a, I guess we call them a forward nowadays, but someone's <clears throat> play in that front three that mm. is proven to add numbers whether that's goals mm. assists or whatever because th- those two aren't just aren't doing it and i'm not happy having just those two available particularly when we don't know who's out so they're the yeah. two i would i would go for um i 
based on completely no knowledge whatsoever, mm. I reckon we will probably bring someone in next week. Mm. Um, as Husey says here, Rich Cowley did tweet today to say that a young prospect is very likely to sign. Agree, that's not ideally what we need now. So I would expect that to come in in addition to the players. At the moment, I'll take anyone. <laughs> well, I'm also good, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, we yeah. But we need bodies back as well. Let's let's not yeah. underestimate that. You know, you, you've had, we've already mentioned this, but Bradshaw, Imaku, yeah. Denor, Savile's been out injured, Leonard's injured. Sorry, Savile's been out um, with uh, obviously his red card. Uh, Imaku, and um, I mean, how, how desperately, you know, who would have thought we, we, we miss Imaku this much? You know, yeah. just when we had him up front, you know, that pace that he was giving us, which we desperately you know, need at the moment. Gives us um, something no one else has got, right, Joe, in Maku, mm. in the side at the moment, which is just that pure, I guess, he's not the same player as Sinclair Armstrong, but just like that, I'd say he's less, he's not as strong as Sinclair Armstrong, but he's quicker. So he's he's mm. direct, he'll, he'll, he'll drive at you with the ball. He's both um, He'll make you think and go backwards. Mm. There isn't anyone else in the side at the moment that has that kind of athleticism outside of Brook Norton Cuffey, who yeah. I absolutely love, and I think the club should do everything they can to keep him, but he mm. was poor today. There's no denying he had zero impact. I wonder whether, whether he was carrying something or not because you know, he pulled him off and, he, and he'd rather play mm. Danny Mack there rather than him, which is a bit weird. Why would, would you do it? Especially when you're chasing the game. So who knows what was, whether that knee, that knee yeah. flared up. We don't know, do we? You know, We don't. We don't know. We don't know um, whether Brian was carrying something and therefore Murray Wallace wasn't fully fit so he couldn't start him. That's right. Um, but, um, but yeah, so... Look, I'm, I'm I'm going to end on a positive. I'm going to call it there, Joe. Um, but I'm going to end on a positive because I I, uh, I agree with a lot of what Glenn said there. So Glenn said that Billy fought hard. His passing was good. Hits through ball to what more was totally class. Shamer attackers managed to defuse every attack. I I think Glenn's got a lot spot spot on there. And I think look, it's hard to take positives, but I do think Billy Mitchell had one of his better games today. Mm. Um, and you know, I think he's he's probably the only positive that we can take from today. So, but Joe, before we round up, I mean, this this wasn't planned whatsoever. I, I sort of suggested to to Mickey this morning that I do this live because I was at home and obviously I couldn't go to the game. I didn't expect us to play as badly and lose two 0 And then and then Joe, obviously you you, uh, you said that you were around to come on, and I think this has been good. And it's, it's obviously been uh, yeah, no, enjoy this. Uh, yeah. Anything to say, mate? Well, it's a shame it wasn't a uh, you know, a positive result and uh, or a positive performance, you know. Um, it'd be it'd certainly make this a lot lot easier and, and sweeter. But no, I appreciate uh, you, you doing this. I appreciate the, um, the the listeners on here as well, getting your comments and your thoughts. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's move forward to uh, to Zip Preston next Saturday, next game at home. Uh, yeah, um, mm-hmm. we, the, the the key there is we 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 need to move forward, right? We need to draw a yeah. line under this. Well, it's hard because it's, it's so raw, but. No, no. Bad day at the office. Move on. on. Exactly. And, trust, um, trust the process. Yeah. And um, I will certainly be having um, uh, a few beers tonight to try. <laughs> you can't beat a pint of Cobra in, in an Indian restaurant. Oh, so, yeah. All, all day. Absolutely. But Thanks, look, man. thank you everyone to, that's commented in the chat. Uh, really appreciate it. Thanks to everyone that's watched this. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. Maybe um, can do these more often. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but look, yeah, really, as always, really appreciate you joining and um, thank you so much for listening. And look, try and enjoy the rest of your weekend, whatever you do. And um, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll speak to you soon. So thanks very much. Thanks, Joe. Cheers, chaps.
and bye for now. Thank you. Have a good evening. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.